Hello, winners, and welcome once again to the Wrong Button Podcast, the show where we talk all things nerd, most things video games, and I am once again joined by the fantastic leader of his own Straw Hat crew, Quiggles. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, It's going pretty well, other than uh, walking into Gear 5 spoilers. And yeah, I am getting... sorry about that. <laughs> I think that's more my fault than your fault. If I could read, if the English major could read, he wouldn't have done that. No, it's so I have no. It's partially that, but also partially like it. That has been like the worst kept secret for like ever since it was shown off in the manga. I and it is like. I feel bad for anybody who's, like, anime only, even, like, caught up to the anime for One Piece, because it's just, like, you cannot go online at all without, like, seeing that plastered all over the place. Okay, I thought <laughs> one of the mobile games was showing off, like, the Gear 5 look months ago, mm-hmm. or, or, like, even months before when it got hit anime, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a cool design for Luffy. I like that they did the Sun Wukong thing with him. Yeah. And then I was like, it's probably it's just a so costume. Cool. And I went about my day. Uh-huh. But no, this is like been um, this has been like if you ever like go to like a subreddit or like a Facebook like fan page or whatever with like an for like anime, that has been like all over the place. <laughs> Even like Pirate Warriors 4 Which, like, out of nowhere got DLC, like, three years after it initially released. Mm -hmm. uh, Added that to the game before the anime got to that. Which I just think is funny. (laughs) Is Pirate Warriors, like, the the, the the Musou, the... Yeah, the Musou game. Okay. That released, like, in 2020, and then, like went like radio silent for a couple of years and then just randomly got dlc is getting like three waves of dlc extra oh that's and one cool. of them was, i wish god yeah. would get that again mm-hmm. yeah you get uh armored core six so you you take that what is you true. get <laughs> that is true um but yeah so it, it's been a while uh mm-hmm. i have officially finished the skypea arc yes uh, including um, the Jaya arc just before that. So this is going to be the podcast where you get to walk me through Mm -hmm. and we get to talk about uh, Jaya and Skypea. Yep. The arc where Luffy gets high in the sky. Oh, yeah, he does. I was like, did he? Because that that sounds like (laughs) something he would do. I was like, did he have a Sokka moment, like an entire episode (laughs) like Sokka did? Yeah. Um, my, My first coming out for this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a mm-hmm. really hot take. Okay. This arc was has been the most fun arc of the series. Mm-hmm. Not the best arc. Not right. like I'm not not gonna say it's better than the Alabast arc because that mm-hmm. I am still very much of the point where I don't know how you're ever gonna top political intrigue, like mm-hmm. pulling at the heartstrings, hero's journey, growth, all that stuff. Um Comment section, do not tell him. Please don't. Uh, (laughs) But then coming to this arc where it was, hey, we're pirates and we're going to go on a treasure chest hunt. Yeah. And we're going to do the pirate thing. 
And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here for, I'm here for that. Like the whole thing is just about finding some gold. And yeah, it, it felt like they did a very good treasure mm-hmm. Island homage. Um, along yeah. with a lot to establish the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this arc is like the best one in terms of like world building. I'll tell you that right now, because it does, it sets up so much about this world between like the dials mantra sky islands in general the legend of nolan just everything it plants so many seeds that it's hard to not look at this and just be wondering just like how important it is which believe it or not this arc was actually like really hated like back in the day um but but in more recent years a lot of people have realized okay no this is actually like a really good arc we just didn't appreciate it at the time because we are still getting like payoff for a lot of like the setup that happened here and so that i'm gonna relate to something that you've probably never watched uh star wars the clone wars the animated series uh, i do hear similar things to that yeah there's there's an arc called the mortis arc which is like about the what the force is and where the force mm-hmm. comes from. And the the only difference from that is like at the end of that arc, the characters wake up from a dreamlike state and they don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, after Ahsoka and the Mandalorian, they like tease different parts of it. And you're like, that actually mattered. Like it didn't matter to any <laughs> of those people, but now you're saying it matters. Uh, so I can, I can see that. And the fact that the arc for, this entire yeah arc starts off with a ship falling out of the sky. Oh, it's such a good hook. It it's a hook that like I, I'm sitting here because then it it begs the question like mm-hmm. ha- how does when, that when even sink, happen? Yeah, how does that happen? And then later on, I don't think the question ever really gets answered because I think the ship was old too. Like if yeah. I'm not mistaken, the ship was like. 100 like, or so years old yeah it it really is just an old ship and it just falls out of the sky out of nowhere and it just like and it's just like the characters just sort of ask the same questions you do how the hell does that even happen what is this ship who is there anybody on board it and then you basically slowly get to like discover that answers it's very like kind of like video gamey in a sense where like this is like the start of like a new video game that you're like kind of heavily invested in this is the uh the sequel to uh wind waker where (laughs) uh skyward swords happening above you yeah pretty much (laughs) hyrule fall yeah i could see that Mm. and it works so well. I like that immediately mm-hmm. they're like, well, we're going to we're going to hop down there and go see what's on that ship. Because um, mm-hmm. I think Nami's like, maybe there's treasure. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I remember that one because this is where we got into Marissa and the 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 salvage pirates. Yeah. So pirate is just a hunter, right? Pirate is just hunter from hunter hunter or a hunter from hunter hunter. I guess you could probably, like, think of it that way. It's more so, like, a philosophy, which, like, the the series will, like, later, like, expand upon, really, what it, like, kind of means to be a pirate. 
where it's just sort of like you kind of have a rebellious nature that you want to like go against like the government and basically embrace your own freedom so scavenger pirates like yeah they exist you'll see later on there's like a gang of musician pirates that just like want to play music which is like not really what you traditionally think of when it comes to pirates and even like with I the mean, straw hats they're not like the traditional sense no i i the straw hats the reason the straw hats work is because luffy believes in your dream mm-hmm. <laughs> like he believes in you hitting your dream i'm sorry let me let me fully state that yeah he's like i know my short companies but you have a great dream and i believe in you in that dream yeah it's so good oh god i love he's and i think i've said this i think he's my favorite shonen protagonist where i'm not like oh i like one of these tertiary characters Mm -hmm. it's Um, but yes it's really good good. yeah no i actually kind of agree with you i think luffy is probably like my favorite out of like the shonen protagonists just because like and maybe this is just me being kind of an old boomer but i kind of miss when not every like shonen protag was just the goodest good boy who wanted to be good i kind of miss the ones that are kind of shitheads kind of like aloof basically for lack of a better word just kind of goofballs that don't take everything that seriously i like in that regard and it really does feel like it's the naruto the luffy and Mm -hmm. and goku um pretty much like all of the they're all pretty much the monkey king uh Mm -hmm. in just in different forms but i and i I think you're right that's what makes them such special characters that we still like today um and i like that so the ship falls and the thing Mm -hmm. that happens is the log pose uh so the compass that nami has starts pointing straight up because of a magnetic field in the sky yeah which like that is honestly like should tell you enough about where this arc this entire saga like goes because it's just like oh i didn't consider islands in the sky of course that kind of go ahead ahead. no you it it kind of blows your mind because Mm -hmm. like we think about this in the modern era where it's like we have planes that sail and we literally say they soar and sail through the clouds yeah and they're like, no, we got, we, we got, we got sky things that we might not be flying, but trust me, man, we got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but like, honestly, the idea of like traveling into the sky for like an arc for an island that exists there with its own like population, economy, and politics and history, mm-hmm. that kind of sounds like something that we wouldn't actually do until way later, because like for the next like few arcs we're not actually like gonna go like all the way up into the clouds again or anything like that I... myself but you're good it's just we'll, such we'll an definitely Im- touch on that it's just such an imaginative like thing where it's just sort of like tells you very early on that not every island is going to be kind of like predictable a lot of them are going to be like 
way out there in terms of like idea and design basically and that's what i appreciate about skypea like as a location it's a fantastic location um it also i think it answers like some some of those uh i'm, I'm gonna use the avengers uh example where mm-hmm. it's like uh if if the elevator can take uh mjolnir up and down is the elevator worthy well what if you hang it like Thor hangs it on a on a door or like a, a coat jacket thing. He hangs up Mjolnir and it just stays mm-hmm. there. And you're like, <laughs> so is that worthy? You know, what what defines worthy to do that? And so I, I think we actually get a lot of fun with Skypea for that. Um, and mm-hmm. we'll I'll go into that a little bit. So they go down to the ship, they find a they find a map that says Skypea and it's mm-hmm. on Skull Island. Which, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, Skull Island is literally the island from Treasure Island. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Like, that's... So, we're, we're, we're starting off right there. Um, mm-hmm. And then they kind of find the the Masira pirates, uh, yeah. who are the salvage pirates. Um, they accidentally kidnap, uh, what, Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't go well. And, like, right after that... Uh, Robin like figures out you need to control your girl by the way. Holy crap. <laughs> I can see why she's your favorite. I <laughs> I firmly think that the rest of this series like I've seen the joke where it's mm-hmm. uh Zoro wandering off and then uh uh and then like not, he ends uh, up in like Jujutsu Kaisen or something. Well, uh, no. Um Usopp like runs and grabs him and walks him back to the group. And it's like Usopp <laughs> single-handedly saving us from like 40-something episodes of filler. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think half the show is going to be, hey, what can we do to distract Nico Robin? And it needs to be clever and ingenuitive. ingenuitive yeah. Because that woman, she, she like, I firmly believe if we would have had her since episode one, the every arc mm-hmm. would have been so much more simple and we'd already have the one piece. The show would be over. Uh, I There is actually like... There is actually, like, a few memes out there, one of which that a friend of mine, like, showed me that I won't be able to show you until, like, two more podcast episodes, but it's okay. one where it's just, like, one piece, and it's, like, a big book, and then it's just, like, that, sli- like, smaller book that's only, like, 50 pages long, and it just says, uh-huh. one piece, if Robin took over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, she's your favorite, and I want to talk about her. And I'm like, I now need her take, like, she, I feel like if I would just, you're right, if she took over, the show would be, it'd be like, all right, found it, on to the next adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, she, she honestly gets some really good moments here, and it's not even, like, the best moments of hers uh, in the series yet. But, goddamn, I love the fact that, like, immediately after she joins the crew she starts putting in the work yeah uh like and just and and the fact that she loves chopper and chopper loves her like that's odo was so correct for doing that (laughs) i yeah i i love her loving chopper as much as she does um she loves chopper as much as you do yes uh (laughs) and then shortly after we we get through all of the sorry guys sorry for jumping on that one i didn't think about that for a second yeah. but after <laughs> everything is found and it, it it felt like a robin was like reading a book and she knew about skypea 
uh, because mm-hmm. she's also looking for, uh, in essence, like the the she's ultimately I feel like she's looking for um, lost history that was like never recorded or scattered. That's right. You're exactly and if right. I'm not, and if I'm not mistaken, the history almost feels like, um, oh god, uh, the Rosetta Stone. Like mm-hmm. that's what her the history she look she's looking for feels like, um, because it's different languages, and that's what she was trying to take Crocodile to see, and yep. she's like, this isn't the one though, and mm-hmm. she thinks that. The, the Rosetta Stone, I'm going to call it that for right this moment, mm-hmm. is is for the most part the One Piece. Because it would give right. you the complete history of the world unabridged, unedited. Pretty much. So what you're, like the Rosetta Stone, quote unquote, literal, like in the literal sense, are called Poneglyphs. Poneglyphs, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so and she's actually like out looking for that, so that way she gets like the full unedited cut of the history of the one piece world because there is some stuff that's still unknown to everyone including her and we got to find out what that is and i'm i'm very excited for for her to find that because Mm -hmm. like the devil fruit because the devil fruit to me when i I think about it like i'm gonna go back if it's not it's not shakespeare it's the bible it's like the fruit from the tree of Eden, and it yeah. just happens to give you a power, um, good or bad. Uh, so Nico, in her quest for that, found all, or Robin, in her quest for that, found like knew about Skypea, mm-hmm. and the tale of. Is that where we start to hear about the tale of Nolan the liar? I think it is. Or yeah, is, I think it might be a okay. little bit later. But when we like meet Cricket, but okay, so it is Mock Town first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it is Mock Town where uh, we basically get a look into a bunch of other characters. Uh, Namely, there's Bellamy, the hyena. Bellamy, yeah, and uh, Marshall Teach, aka Blackbeard. I have to say, I thought the mock town. I and from from what I've heard about people who were like trying to get someone in there, they they show off the Bellamy Luffy fight. Mm-hmm. But the which was a great fight. It was it was really cool in its simplicity, yeah. um, especially Very when we, we think about some of the some of the creative like fighting crocodile, fighting Arlong. Mm-hmm. Um, but going to that town. And having Bellamy be this, in essence, he is he is the antithesis of Luffy, but he is Luffy. He's just yeah. the if Luffy was like a gun. If Luffy were evil, yeah, and was more out for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that our introduction to Blackbeard. Um, one, I like that also Blackbeard and Luffy are the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah, they they're sit, also like antithesis the, of these. For, like, different reasons. They, they sit down at the bar together, and is it, uh, Luffy's like, the pie here's the best, and Blackbeard's like, shut up, the beer here's the best. I think it's actually it's like, the we're opposite. Because, like, Blackbeard, opposite? yeah, Blackbeard loves cherry pie. 
And Luffy is just sort of like, eh, I don't really care about these pies. I would rather just drink my beer. And the two almost, like, get into a fist fight with each other. But then, like, they just kind of don't because they realize, yeah, it's not worth it. I I thought they started, like, laughing. Like, they both loved Mm -hmm. each other's passion for something, even if it wasn't their thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, Um, Luffy loves his meat. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Meat is his favorite food, any kind. And then Blackbeard just loves his cherry pie. Like, that's all he needs. Is, is that his, is that like his thing even going forward? Oh, he still like brings up cherry pie. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. I Yeah. So I, I loved that entire interaction because mm-hmm. like in between that interaction, and the next one, we see Bellamy in in a card game, mm-hmm. and he kills uh, the executioner. He's uh, <laughs> but he's like a 48, 42. He he's also like a, a, a multi million. Like yeah, yeah, and he's a multi million thing, and Bellamy like sucker punches and just kills him. Yeah. And then goes, your dreams are stupid and you're all stupid for having them. Yeah. It's the fact that like he's just so high and mighty of himself and he just kind of just belittles people for their dreams. Does a really good job at just making you hate him that much, which is obviously like where what like Oda wanted you to do. They he wanted you to freaking hate this dude cuz like, who the fuck does that, really? And I like how he comes in the bar, like, uh, Blackbeard and Luffy shared their drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blackbeard's like, okay, I, I bought the rest of the pies from this place. Uh, Deuces, I'm gonna leave. You have a good one, Luffy. You, you feel like a real one. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think he realizes that he was Monkey D. Luffy. He didn't. Uh... And so he he leaves and Bellamy comes in and is like, are you Monkey D. Luffy? You know, the person who's like, uh, who like beat Crocodile, beat one of the crocodile. seven warlords of the sea. And Luffy's like, like on his face full. He's like, yeah. And he's like, I want to buy you a beer. <laughs> and he's like, cool, I'll have a drink with you. And sits there and then he like just puts his face through the bar. Yeah. In probably probably one of the like single single best acts of violence that we have seen like the the Alabasta arc will not be topped when it's like trying to stop like uh oh god what was her name? Uh Vivi uh from mm-hmm. warning everyone that it was a trap and like yeah. her trying to ride out and be like I'm here I'm alive it's okay. Stop. Like, mm-hmm. just his malicious violence towards Luffy and Zoro being like, no, whoa, whoa, we are stopping this. Yeah. And, like, sword it to like, the throat. I didn't even realize it upon until, like, I kind of just, like, reread, like, Skypiea, because it's like, admittedly, this is the pre-time skip arc I remember the least. Um... It's kind of a parallel to Shanks, 
because when he was introduced, it was at a bar. A dude, like, basically beats him up, essentially, and pours over his drink and smashes his glass. And Shanks just refuses to fight, and Luffy also doesn't fight here. Doesn't fight him yet, at least. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, when that happened to Shanks, wasn't that because it was like they always go to that bar and they mm. didn't want to trash it? Yeah. And I think Luffy's the same thing. Like, this fan worked really hard to make this bar. And I, I love how, like, how much, how far Luffy was willing to go. Like, he sits mm-hmm. there. And I think the, I firmly think the only reason that uh, Bellamy didn't die is because the second he, the second I think he turned around, because Luffy's head, you don't see him pull it out. There's no, like, comic gag of him pulling out his head. Yeah. I have to firmly say that Bellamy slammed it, turned to face Zoro, and before that turn was finished and he was done talking, Luffy was already sitting there, and, you know, you could tell, no, that was nothing, he is fine. Yeah. It it just kind of goes to show kind of, like, a bit of, like, the maturity of Luffy. I get that, like, when uh, he was hoping that Shanks would fight uh, the guy who beat him up at the bar, I'm blanking on the name, like, he was a child, and now he's, like, much more mature and everything. He doesn't... He knows that, like, he could easily, like, take Bellamy in a fight. Like, no contest. But the fact that he doesn't want to do it here, because, like, Bellamy is just a cocky guy, basically. Not worth, like, trashing an entire bar in a fight because of it. And I like that. And I... I, I liked that Luffy was like, nope, we're gonna we're going on this adventure. We're gonna go find this city of gold in the sky. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Bellamy's like, no, dude, I just like I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna like he's like he's like, I just I wanna be a pirate man. I'm gonna rape, pillage, and plunder like every island that I can come to, and I'm gonna get everyone all the riches that are here. Bellamy felt like he was gonna be the most like historically correct pirate to our world. Mm-hmm. Just like the mustache-twirlingly evil, like, kind of pirate that we're used to in other media. And then after Luffy... Does he, like, throw Luffy out, or does Luffy walk out of the bar when and Bellamy leaves? I'm pretty um, sure Luffy just kind of walks away from this one. Because I think, like, after that we get the scene with him, Zoro, and Nami with Blackbeard yet again, and he says, hey, a man's dream will never die. Which is, like, a really good antithesis to Bellamy. And I love that. And I I think I messaged you, like, I like Blackbeard. Because, like, I'd seen... I've seen a couple things where people, like, show off Blackbeard versus... I don't know who's going to play Whitebeard in the the live action. uh, Because that Mm -hmm. man's just giant. Oh, for sure. I don't know how they're going to do the Giants in the live action. <laughs> and Blackbeard was like, he's like, no, he's like, you're not wrong. You're like, your dream is better than anything that he could ever think of. And mm-hmm. he's like, and then you also see him standing there with all the other like weirdos. I'm going to say that like, I like how I'm saying weirdos. And then it's like all the other people that the Straw Hat crew bumped into. And it's like, well, the Straw Hat weirdos. Crew is you're going to have to be weird. more specific than that. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it was it was like the rest of or it was his posse, his retinue of like five mm-hmm. most trusted confidants that were also going to be the the Blackbeard pirates and yeah. I I I I loved that. Like immediately I was like mm-hmm. I want and this is my my prediction because this is the last we'll, we'll really have of Blackbeard till I guess I get into him in another part is I mm-hmm. want I want Blackbeard and Luffy to fight because they're both striving for the same thing and there can't be two. Right. Like I don't I don't want it to be oh Blackbeard's gone evil or black I want Blackbeard to be like no I I want what you want as bad as you do and you're mm-hmm. going to have to fight me for it. Yeah. Um, well, which yeah, and so will Whitebeard because White because mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think Ace also sits there and goes, "That's what Whitebeard's dream is too." So when you get there and you're on yeah. that level, you will have to fight me for it. Mm-hmm. It's and I, it's I, such and, a good like dynamic where it's just like we're not enemies right now, but eventually we're gonna have to go toe to toe. Which, yeah, and, again, is more setup that Oda really does really well. Because it doesn't feel like a cock tease. It just feels like, hey, because of this is how the world works, there can only really be one pirate king, and Luffy's the protagonist, and we have all these other recurring characters. He's gonna I, have to I fight think... one of them at least. I, I think the two biggest contemporaries to even compare that to would be Naruto and Sasuke. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's like an inevitability. Or that yeah, Naruto also, and Sasuke. Would Itachi also be one? Because you kind of know like when he's introduced, oh yeah, killing this dude is like Sasuke's endgame. So... Uh, and this is this is where it, it, I think it's going to get weird comparing, uh, like shonen likes for this. So, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the ones I would compare it to would be like it's going to be Naruto. It would be um, My Hero Academia, and then the other one would be Black Clover, because mm-hmm. they each of those have like My Hero, who's going to be the number one hero. Well, sorry, we know that that Midoriya ends up that way because of how the series starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like him and Bakugo where it's like, w- they both want to be really. It. Yeah. And there can only be one. So there's this mm-hmm. pushing each other and you get to see that growth. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Black Clover. Mm-hmm. It's Asta and, you who are like, Nope, I want to be the wizard King and I'm going to be the next one. Right. And they both have like equally as strong of magic because of the way their grimoires work just a little mm-hmm. bit on opposite ends of each other. And I think, th- I think the worst one honestly comes down to honestly, Sasuke and Naruto because Sasuke was just like, Nope, I want to kill my brother. I don't care about being the Hokage. I yeah. want to become super. And then at the end, he's like, no, I want to be Hokage. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> I haven't actually like gotten that far into Naruto. So like, when oh, I I'm sorry. I didn't that... mean to spoil that. Sorry. No, I'm not going to like, read or watch the rest of naruto from where i am i dropped it because i uh i don't want to get into it but i don't like it it's yeah you're you're okay Uh, yeah like i was so nervous to start one piece Mm -hmm. and i'm so glad that i I did because of 
Like I because of like how Naruto was and how long this is, but this is such yeah. a good and, and like I said, compared to that, like comparing it to its contemporaries, I can see mm-hmm. where my hero's like, hey, we're gonna kinda give uh, a Blackbeard and Midoriya treatment just kind of change them up a little bit where right you know midoriya is like the goodest good boy and bakugo kind of has the zaniness of luffy but the mm-hmm. explosive temper or you He's have kind of like a bit of like a mix between like luffy's like kind of crazy kind of powers and like imagination but mm-hmm. also with kind of like punk attitudes like what Yusuke Yurameshi or Jotaro Kujo have. Yeah. And, but I, I think that I, I now look at those relationships, interactions mm-hmm. and go after this one sequence of seeing that it's like, Hey, he's an antagonist. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be a bad guy. And mm-hmm. seeing that like, well, Whitebeard's going to be the same way. I have no idea who that's going to be yet. Um, right. Other than like that one scene where Ace reports back to him. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Which, the- oh yeah, this is also like a bit of a start of a tradition where we get to see like other parts of the world for a little bit in One Piece. Really? That's not like, yeah. So this is actually going to become like a lot more common. Like typically, Oda does this like in between like big arcs where it's just sort of uh-huh. like. By the way, we've spent like forty chapters uh, in this island, but let's see like what's going on like in the rest of the world and then you get to go back to like see like some of the older characters like buggy like actually gets like flashed back to or i don't say i wouldn't say like flashback to but like gets like the focus on him for like a chapter or an episode of like what he's been doing like during this like major arc that the straw hats have been going to that doesn't involve him and, and i yeah Go ahead. It's just like a show of like how much of a lived in world that One Piece has that I am always going to be about and I'm always going to be a huge horror for. I'm I'm excited to see that because I feel like a lot of other shows like it's it's only at this like cataclysmic moment that it's like, oh, hey, here are these three characters that you saw in season two watching TV now. Mm-hmm. And it. it, it that in its as in itself to me is like okay like cool they're they're living their lives but like knowing that buggy's gonna go on his own adventures and oda's gonna be like you know what he, he didn't die we didn't kill him what's he up to yeah mm-hmm. uh kobe i'm so excited for kobe like yeah i am too. i, I want to see marine luffy i i want to know what is Mar- marine luffy gonna get into oh you'll see <laughs> um and so, uh, after that like, mm-hmm. quick tangent, uh, after Bellamy's uh, new age, they don't fight. Uh, they mm-hmm. head to another island uh, where we get to get into the tale of Nolan the Liar. Yeah, which also, by the way, this was like also something that was showed off in the One Piece live action, which I was kind of surprised to like see, like get called to. And I'm just like, oh, you're, it's great seeing how much, like, foresight that they have into this, like, live action project. I know it's not going to be for everyone, but, like, it is nice to see them 
again dropping some seeds that'll grow like uh, in later I seasons. have based on some people who have watched it who haven't watched the uh the anime apparently it spoils some pretty major things for the anime um uh, like a couple things like the d um mm-hmm. like not necessarily what it means but like oh why do yeah. these people all have that uh, so Can't spoil it because we still don't know what the D means. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but the, the connections and I've been spoiled yeah. on it. I'm not going to spoil it on the podcast right now. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, and I like how we get there and we meet uh, Mont Blanc Cricket. Yes. And who... I think he's the one who tells us about the story of Nolan the liar. Or no. Uh, yes, we get there and he's. Because uh, they, they find a castle. And in the castle, uh, they're like, oh my god, there's this giant castle. And they get up to it and they're like, it's just a cardboard cutout. And on the back of it is this like little this little hobble. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in, in that hobble, like, you, they find that people live there. And then all of a sudden, this giant mountain of a man uh, with a hazelnut on his head. Yep. Comes out of the ocean and is like, what are you guys doing in my house? And then he falls over from the bends. Mm-hmm. And we kind of get to then, as he wakes up, he goes, well, I've been here because of my my great-grandfather who was uh, this... I don't remember how he puts it, because he doesn't sit there. He goes, he was like this... A uh, well-spoken, well-to-do person who was mm-hmm. slandered and was painted to be one of the liars, like the greatest liar of all time. You right. might know him, Nolan the Liar, in which I think it's Usopp, Sanji, and mm-hmm. Zoro all go, yeah, we all know the tale of Nolan the Liar. It's told to, like, mm-hmm. every kid. Yeah. It, But, like, it's, like, for the first time that we're ever hearing about it, where we hear about this explorer i'm pretty sure who basically mm-hmm. finds a city of gold goes back to his kingdom say says hey i found a city of gold let's get rich and pop some bubbly and whatever they go there city's not there and now he's branded as a liar and executed yeah and the fact that they were like he was executed as a liar mm-hmm. I, I was like oh my god what what did he what what do you mean he was just executed as a liar um and then of course cricket pulls out a golden statue of a south bird mm-hmm. and he's been he's been hunting for the treasure because he's found he's found gold here and there but he's like even if it fell into the sea because of what is known as knockup knock-up currents yep knock-up streams yes knock-up he's like there should there should be something in this area that that would like let us know that like something that that it went somewhere or Mm -hmm. that it's it's there and he's like and i think he says that he can hear the bell some days i think so um, he hears the golden bell that his that was in his grandfather's like log book. Yeah. 
And he's like, that's what I'm so if I can find that bell, if I can hear that bell, see that bell, anything that will tell me that will ultimately be like, yes, this is. Uh, this is um, like, this is true. He wasn't a liar. It was all a true story um, because I think they tell him about Skype and he says, no, that's where it has to be. That's the only place like I haven't searched. Right. Uh, and then he's like, I'm going to help you guys build, uh, build an island or build a, a your boat up. So that way you can go to the sky and go to Skypea riding mm-hmm. one of the great knockup streams. Right. It's yeah, it's a really good like setup because like, obviously, I don't think the going Mary would be able to like survive like going through a knockup stream like on its own. So having those like modifications is like really good, really good to have. Um, and, uh, so while they're, and actually talking about your, about how you like to see what the rest of the world is going on to while, mm-hmm. uh, while Luffy and the gang are helping cricket kind of get back together with chopper and like telling him to rest. And then the salvage pirates come back and they're going to like lend a hand because they're like, Oh, you're friends with cricket. We mm-hmm. like you now. We're not gonna, we're not gonna hold this grudge. Uh, the updated, uh, the updated scouter information, the scouter patch comes in and everyone mm-hmm. gets a new updated sheet of power bounty. level. They're bounty, you mean, and, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was just I <laughs> ever since I think you told me in like one of the first the first like episode was like, yeah, bound like I was like, how do they do power in this? Because that's that's a shonen thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, they actually don't, unless you want to count their bounty as their power level yeah which i still stand by that's not really the best idea because it it is your perceived threat level to the world government not really a how strong are you number so yeah but you saying as like your perceived threat uh you know what i actually like you're right it's not a one for one power level but to mm-hmm. say, like, hey, if this person were to, like, actually turn his ire on us, we'd have, like, I would assume this much in damages mm-hmm. per person. That's more okay. accurate to what it is. That, yeah, that makes me feel like, okay, I, I see what they're going for, and mm-hmm. I will I will stand by that. Um, but I like that Bellamy gets a hold of uh, Luffy's bounty and is like... Yep. That weakling whose head I put through a bar, he's worth a hundred. A hundred million. Say a hundred double dollars, and I'm like, nope. It's 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 uh it's Zenny. It's Zenny. It's berries. Uh, bear. It's berries. It's <laughs> berries. Yeah, oh. but it it's essentially the same thing as double dollar or Zenny. Yeah. Um, mm. and then Zoro, his first mate is, or Zoro now has a bounty. Yep. Uh, and it's 60, and I think that's it. Sanji doesn't have one yet. The rest and of the crew, I don't think, has one at this point. I think it's just Luffy, Zoro, and I think Robin. Yes, because but Robin had her own. Like Yeah, because she was like part of Baroque Works. I'm going to say, for, for the purpose of power scaling right now, Robin's mm-hmm. not allowed to count. Um, <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> And he he is 
upset. And oh wait, Usopp has one because you can see him in the back, like right there. With oh, pictures. oh, of course. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> he also uh, has an infamous bounty now. Yes. And I. And, and so, uh, Bellamy's like, I'm gonna go beat the crap out of that, that monkey D. Luffy guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna show him that his dream means nothing, because they go while they're out. While they're out looking, so they're out looking for South Bird. And this is mm -hmm. now going to prove my Nico Robin theory, right? <laughs> so Cricket is like, hey guys, if you want to catch one of these things, we're going to build up your ship, right? We're going to catch the upward, the, the knock-up draft. Uh, we're going we're gonna to fix your ship and duct tape some cardboard wings on it. And you guys need to go find a South Bird because it's going to point you dead south. And that's where I predict using like seismic locations and weather patterns that the next knockup stream is going to happen. And they're like, dope, we're going to go do that. Let's just go into the woods where we're going to find it. And I think Robin even starts to say, oh, this one, you know, if we can. And Luffy goes, last one, there's a rotten egg. <laughs> and they go have two episodes worth of nonsense. Yeah. In there. And literally they go, oh, after chasing one around, I think everyone chases one around except for Robin. And then Robin runs into them all chasing one and literally <laughs> lays eyes on it and then lays hands on it. And they all look back <laughs> at her and she's like, I was telling you, all I have to do is see it and I can grab it. Yep. And it, it was it was just the like, oh, no, it, it she can't be this strong. Like she <laughs> can't. Be this strong already um and so they capture the south bird but because you know luffy wanted to make a game out of it uh mm -hmm. they come uh they, they they come back and uh, uh cricket's place was attacked by bellamy because they knew that mm -hmm. he had some gold and they were like this is how i'm going to show him that his dream doesn't matter and luffy Luffy's like, I'll go find them. It'll be okay. And yep. Cricket's like, look, you don't understand. You only have, you know, you have to be in the water by like dawn, 6 a.m., whatever. And yeah. that's the, otherwise you, you can't make it. And Luffy's like, what time is it? He goes, it's like 4.30 or 3.30 and it's a five mile hike. And he's like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> and you he, gotta he love Luffy's to confidence. Because it all, because he always has the means to back up his words. And yeah, but it was it's such a it was such a like him to be like one. I'm not going to stand for this. And mm -hmm. then two, he's like he had like a two hour time limit or something like that. Yep. And it's like in in my prime. So if I'm going to say I'm the same age as Luffy when I was in the military, yep, I could do I could do five miles in about an hour. Right. That's like a 10 minute that's mile. That's that's when and when you start thinking about distance, like a 10 minute mile is moving, especially at mile four. And that's just one way. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm going to go do this. And he runs into Locktown and he's mm -hmm. damn near like Bellamy. Get out. here. We're not doing this. I'm not going to look for you. Get out here. Yep. Does he fight any of Bellamy's crew? 
I don't think he does. I think he just cares about Bellamy because, like, he knows he's the one. One, I'm pretty sure that's the only one whose name he actually knows. And then <laughs> two, fair. because he's the captain, he probably has all the money. And he wants to, and... like, kick his ass because, you know, he's a cocky bitch. And can we talk about, though, just because, it, and now it's like, okay, how how else is Bellamy um, like Luffy? He has the spring hopper ability. Yep. Spring, spring food. And I was like, that is, I was like, that is, because so, after. It's a after, Looney Tune-ass power. But Luffy is a Looney Tune. Yep. <laughs> And it's like, well, who, who, who's going to be, who's going to be like, and it sets you up. I'm like, oh shit, we're going to have, like, you're going to give me my cartoon violence fight that I've been asking, you know, mm-hmm. Mark for now for like 135 episodes. You're going to give it to me? To be fair, you got that and, with Buggy as well. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but Buggy then resorted to like a Buggy bomb and he's like, this isn't funny, kids. This is real murder now. Um... <laughs> but it it was going to give me like another another fight and i think the tone for this one like luffy kind of had some fun with buggy uh because i'm trying to remember back to like what buggy was doing he was taking over orange town basically uh just sort of like ruling it with an iron fist with his like clown themed pirate crew and yeah but here luffy is just sort of like serious mode i don't have time for this shit come here so i can kick your ass and he does like the springing he's bouncing off of everything Mm -hmm. he's he's uh he gets a couple hits in on luffy Mm -hmm. and then luffy does what two attacks he might do gum gum bazooka Mm-hmm. And and then I think he literally just like punches him in the face. I don't even know if he if it's his pistola. I think he it's literally not. Just punches it's just him. a regular punch to the ground, and, and that sends Bellamy, and that knocks him out like instantly, one shot. And part of me was like, "Oh, Luffy!" On because originally when I was watching, it, I'm like, "No, Luffy." He realized that Bellamy was moving so fast. And that if Bellany didn't have full control of his powers and he comes at Luffy, all Luffy has to do is like meet him with his normal punch and he can take, and I'm like, no, he literally, it it was no deep thought. It was literally just Mm -hmm. Luffy's like, you're not worth it. He comes at him. He punches him really hard. And then Bellamy goes down. Yep. Cause why, why would you try if you don't have to? (laughs) And I know, I, I think for her, I was listening to a couple like I, I, there are a couple other like random like One Piece things where it's like that's one of the fights that's shown is like that fight mm-hmm. to show you like this is how serious Luffy is and I'm like that's that's not a good you, fight that, to, to do that I would say show the right. buggy fight because that's fun the buggy fight is very fun and it's more indicative of what Luffy is basically like this one is and like he, a good like short fight I guess but it's also like no. It's a lot more where, like, Luffy's serious, and that's just not really where I'm 
what I want with One Piece. I like Luffy being goofy, but I also... And while I do like the serious moments Luffy has, I think, like, the most memorable moments with him are the goofy, fun fights where whoever has the stupidest idea ends up winning. And that's how this fight felt like it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, okay, we're going to get a Looney Tunes fight. It's completely subverted because Bellamy doesn't deserve doesn't deserve a fight with Luffy. Like, he's... He's getting this fight because Luffy's Luffy's like, I can get there and get back. It won't take me time at all. You worked really hard for this. I believe in your dream, Cricket. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go find the Sky Island. So I'm going to get your gold back. And then Luffy comes running back. And I think the the, the part of this story or this entire fight that really is indicative of how outclassed Bellamy was, Bellamy's fight was an episode. Yep. Right? I think it's yep. at the end of the I one episode, Luffy one. runs to him. And it's, I don't think it's a, I, I have to go back and it's, just double check. It's hardly a fight. I don't think a it's fight. a full episode. It, one episode like sounds right. Maybe like part of an episode. I don't actually I, remember, but it's not long. I, at I all, think it's because... before the split. Mm-hmm. Because when Luffy comes back, and this to me, this to me tells you how long that fight was. Mm-hmm. Luffy's on his way back, and they're like, he's not going to make it. Did Bellamy beat him? Like, everyone's going through it. I think Zoro's, like, ready to take a nap. Like, he's pulling a Urameshi, where, yep. but it's, it's instead he's like, I'm not worried about Luffy. That guy was a chump. Mm-hmm. And Luffy comes back. He's like, guys, I got him. I got him. And he's got that. And, he goes, and they're like, what took you so long? And he has a Hercules beetle or a rhinoceros <laughs> beetle. And he goes, I found him. I told you I would get you one or something like that. And it's like, oh, it took me a while to get to him. And I'm like, that's what took you a while? <laughs> Did it take you like, what, a half an hour to run there? Five minutes to beat the crap out of, like, not to beat the crap out of Bellamy, to hit Bellamy. And then mm-hmm. the rest of your like time limit was spent chasing a rhinoceros beetle. It's so funny. I love him. <laughs> and that to me was that to me like just said, "There's everything you need to know about Luffy." If you were going to show off mm-hmm. that fight, I think you'd have to show that entire episode up yeah. until the point where it's like, "Hey, and I found the rhinoceros beetle." Like that to me <laughs> is what sells that fight. For sure. Um, God, I love that. And then, and then they they, they leave and they mm-hmm. get on the uh, they get on the arc or they I'm sorry they get on the going merry, um, yep. which is still I like that you incorporate going merry as a uh, as a character. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to eat a ship ship fruit or something so it can also talk, um, <gasps> but I don't I don't know how that would work. And I mean, to be fair, we already know that uh, objects can eat devil fruits. Wait, what? So remember how was the, how there was a dog named Lasso in uh, Alabasta? That's right. A gun that the, ate the, the dog dog fruit. Fruit. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, but <laughs> fair. The, uh... Why? Why would it be anything else? 
I realized that the, the ship literally couldn't do that though because then it can't it would sink. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's so tragic. Um uh but they go they catch the the updraft part or the the knock up stream which mm-hmm. cool they they go up you see them in the clouds. But, but then they were being chased. It was like you, they're being, they're being chased by Blackbeard. No, Blackbeard. That's yeah. right. And mm-hmm. Blackbeard's like, okay, I don't have time to go get to you. Um, and, uh, but I, I think that the more important part of that, because they're, they're chased by Blackbeard, who I think they're just riding in a raft, if I'm not mistaken. It Are wasn't they? a ship. I, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that's what matters. Um, what matters we is get that, to see. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it doesn't matter because it's not like they end up fighting anyway. Yes, mm-hmm. but what I was more gonna say is that this is now where we kind of get to see the the rest of the world of um a, a, of One Piece. Uh, does yeah. does this world have a name? Or is it just the One Piece uh, world? It's I just call it the One Piece world. I'm pretty sure that's just like what it's all called. Ooh, okay. I almost uh, hit my mic. Um, the yeah, but it's basically just called the world of One Piece, as far as I'm concerned. The because after this, we actually go to a we go to a board meeting room with a mm-hmm. bunch of the. It's the seven warlords of the sea, and right. what are the? Oh, oh, you get to meet Doflamingo here and his goofy ass walk. Um. Well, no. Who? Who are the Marines? The. Oh, Sengoku. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But I. I thought it was like there. There are more Marines there for you. Um, there. I, there might be, but I think like Sengoku is the only one there that's like very important. Oh, I'm sorry. What are they called? What? Because like, I know they're the equivalent of the Seven Warlords of the Sea, which are the seven like great pirates, I guess. Mm-hmm. You mean like? Um, but w- you mean like what are the Marines called? Because I think it's like the Fleet Admirals. Okay, that might have been what it was. The the Fleet Admirals. Um, Hang on, oh, I have just one piece been of looked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that like they come in here because the the admirals and the pirates are like look we need crocodile mm-hmm. is done we need another warlord to take over because there's gonna be a power right. vacuum and i don't think we like I'm, i shouldn't say we, you know but i don't mm-hmm. really know the implication to what the warlords of the sea actually do so um, basically it might have been explained already but basically it means that you are a pirate that works for the marines you basically get your bounty completely frozen so it won't go up anymore you can do whatever pirating you want but you also have to like obey the world government like you have to go to them whenever they want you to and you have to basically take down whatever pirates they tell you to take down so you're not a pirate you're still you're no longer a pirate a pirate uh, you you're you're a pirate in name, but you're also just sort of a government dog. Okay, I'm I'm expecting that to rub, uh, because like, uh, 
Alucard, um, mm-hmm. uh, Hawkeye. You mean Milk? Milk? Yeah, Dracula, me Hawk. Dr- okay, thank you. I was like, I was like <laughs> Alucard, uh, Dracula, uh, Castlevania. Yeah, he's he's a warlord of the sea, um, mm-hmm. with some magic powers. Uh, he also knows Shanks, and yes. apparently Shanks and he could go toe to toe, and now that Shanks has lost like one of his arms, uh, he no longer wants to fight him. And Shanks is still like, dude, I can still beat you with just one arm. Uh, yeah. which it's I'm great. like, Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, Shanks. But we is get to see him strong. Yeah. But we get to uh, see Mihawk. You get to see Don Quixote, Duke Flamingo and Bartholomew Kuma, he... two of which are characters that will become important way later. Yeah, you're talking about Jojo, right? The Jojo guy who walks in? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking him up right now. Yeah. So Wait, Jojo, Jojo guy? comes in. Or... You're telling me Don Flamingo doesn't look like he could fit into Jojo? Uh, I think he even poses. Like, he walks so maybe exaggerated. A yeah. He, he could totally be a Jojo cast member. <laughs> um, He comes in, sure. and they're like, okay, we need to figure out what we're going to do. And I think no one was expecting him to show up because he, like, never shows up. Right. And then we also get one of the Blackbeard pirates shows up and goes, nope, I nominate my captain. And they're like, we don't Mm -hmm. know who your captain is. And he's like, give us, like, oh, he's like, give us a little bit of time. And And you will. We're working on that. But do Mm -hmm. not vote on somebody else until he's there. And then Don Quixote was like, Dope, I'm out, and leaves. Like, it, it felt like such a short meeting of the minds. Yep. Because it really is. It, he came in, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see about you. Like, I became more interested in him and, like, his brief mm-hmm. moment in there than I was about, like, Alucard. Uh, I'm just going to call him that, because somebody <laughs> pointed out that, like, later on, you go to Dracula's castle to meet him. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> and I think uh, Ace ends up on Buggy's ship. I think that does. And happen. I don't remember why. Um, uh, and yeah. Um. Yeah. But like, I mm-hmm. I liked seeing the Warlords of the Sea being like, we need another one. We need another power vacuum. We need someone strong in here. Um, yes. And I just couldn't figure out exactly why. It's. It's just a, a good tease of, like, what's to come, because you have, okay, what... And it probably does, like, have to do with, like, a question that people probably had after Alabasta, which was, okay, so we now got rid of one warlord. Does that just mean we have the six warlords of the sea now? Or do they just get a new one, like, the old one broke, and we're replacing it? Which, I think that's a... This is probably, like, the best time to just answer that question which like yeah we do get a seventh warlord there has to be seven um i and it makes me think there was a excuse me sorry about that there was a uh Mm -hmm. there was like an old movie or something and it might be an old series i just can't think of it but they talk about how there used to be seven and then like the newer ones of these this younger generation of them uh that have like replaced the old guard as they've been taken out just aren't cut of the same material so Mm -hmm. it's also like well 
if you get new warlords of the sea, what are they compared to the old warlords of the sea? Um, I'm guessing that'll be like answered later, but that's just, yeah, that's also will. what that makes me think of. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. I love the warlord system like so much. And they're also a bit of a fun fact. Uh, they were not initially a part of the series. They were what, initially. What were they? So the original plan was that there was only going to be the four emperors, which are still a thing in One Piece, but they would be like uh-huh. the four main bosses of One Piece. I but haven't been introduced after... to emperor yet. Right. Uh, okay. You might have. Um, but. Oda, when, after, like, Arlong Park, realized, okay, our Straw Hat crew is not strong enough to take on an Emperor yet. So I'm gonna invent another type of, like, villain, League of Villains, I guess you could say, uh, called the Warlords of the Sea. But how many do I want? Well, seven sounds like it would be, like, the coolest number, so I'm just gonna invent seven of them. This is why One Piece and takes now, so long. Yeah. And now we've seen... Well, no, because... Because we've uh... seen a few of them. Because you've seen Crocodile. You've seen yep. Doflamingo. You've seen yep. Bartholomew Kuma. Yep. And that is it so far, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and Mihawk. Wait, is it... Mihawk, yeah. So yeah, we've so seen four. four. Okay. And... We know that Crocodile's now no longer a warlord because he lost Luffy and tried to kill everybody. So that's um, fun. And th- it was. Uh, <laughs> but now after that, uh, so after we, we get to that one, we now get to go get to the meat and potatoes. An hour yes. in, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes. Finally. The Skypea arc. Yep. Which. I. Yeah. The the storytelling for this arc, like I said, this 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 arc was more, is more fun to me than Alabasta was, um, just because mm-hmm. once again it's it it's a pirate arc. It, it's an arc that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going on a treasure hunt. We're going to an uncharted island, an uncharted mm-hmm. area of the sea, and we're go- we're gonna see that. Um, yeah. I also think that the the writing in the presentation of the story here was also better um and that one will come back in when we revisit uh nolan the liar Mm -hmm. it does like the reason why these like podcast episodes get progressively longer is just because these arcs kind of introduce so much to you whereas like something like east blue it just like establishes everything here is where we have to, like, Oda, like, takes off his gloves and says, all right, time to world build now. Mm-hmm. And he does so much of that in this arc. If you are somebody who loves world building, you love Skypea because it does that. It does some really good advanced stuff to you. And it does it in spades. Um, mm-hmm. Because so immediately after getting like knocked up into the the clouds so like they get blown up they crash through the clouds 
and they immediately start sitting um, on like a, a massive cumulonimbus cloud. Mm-hmm. And it, it immediately is like, oh my god, there's they can float up here, the sea's up here. It The ship was still bobbing, so the cloud was dense enough for it to still be considered water. Right. Um, that it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like very quickly decided, hey, these clouds basically are just like an ocean, basically. And one of the things that I thought was, was really good about that was Luffy's first thing is, I'm going to jump in and see if I can swim to the bottom. <laughs> and he, he immediately like gets... He, he he freezes up or starts to sink because he, he can't swim mm-hmm. and has to be rescued. And it's like, no, the properties of water are if it is considered a sea. So like I could see it being like it's a sea of lava. Mm-hmm. It would still uh, like saying that Luffy wasn't going to like burn to death because it's lava. Right. I think he would have the exact same reaction to where it's like, no, you're still going to sink because you've mm-hmm. lost connection to a sea. Right. And yeah, that's that pretty much immediately how it works. to me was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then they get attacked almost immediately by by a gorilla. Who, by the way, I'm pretty sure Odo was watching some Gundam when he comes in <laughs> on his his jet skis with the yeah. with the bazooka. Mm-hmm. Look up like the original Dom fight, D O M against the Gundam. It's like the Tristar Doms okay. uh, Gundam, against Gundam. Tristar. It might be Gundam like Tristars. the Black Star, but it's the way they he comes in. Yeah, like I skating see. Around. I can see. It's the exact same kind of fight. And I thought it was <laughs> I, I was like, oh, wait, it's, he's a Dom. I got it. We're, we're here. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, then they get rescued by uh, the old man and his pegacorn mm. um <laughs> by his pegacorn pierre yep <sighs> this i don't even i don't even i'm trying to i'm trying to think about this so that fight gone was really fall. cool having oh yeah gonfall but uh he come gonfall comes in he's the sky knight dressed in a knight in shining armor and then mm-hmm. he rides a bird that ate the horse horse fruit yeah and and he also gives he gives what uh either usopp or chopper he gives chopper a whistle and says hey if you need me blow this whistle and i'll come rescue you right it is chopper and then they send him off to he's like go this way to go to skypea uh which is Mm -hmm. the whole city of the clouds right the actual like island part of this like white sea. Um, I then what? So, how was it for you? Because I take it you were like reading this as it came out, or did you watch this one? I anime? I watched this when it was on Toonami, and at this okay. point, the four kids dub was gone, so it was just Funimation at this point. Which R.I.P. So did, did that mean kids. it was a little bit better? It it was a bit better, yeah. Okay. But you could also it, it was a little bit rough because like these were like some of the first episodes the Funimation cast uh 
recorded. They would eventually go back and record everything before it. But this was, like... I was still, like, having fun with it. I remember, like, tuning into Toonami, like, for its little, like, block of, like, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, One Piece, bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo, uh, Zatch Bell, if we want to, like, get a bit of a obscure cut there. Um, Zatch Bell, Prince of Tennis. Yep. Mare. Yep, Mare. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically during that like time frame, like just before Toonami like went off the air because of I think low ratings. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. So then I basically like, I basically kind of had to like result to less than legal means to basically finish it. I think I actually did like keep watching the anime for that part, and I think I just watched it in Japanese since that was just easier to come by because of, you know, fan subs. Shout out to fan subs. Oh, fan subs are, are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they go in there and, or sorry, the so after they get rescued, I do love the fact that they're all like watching Pierre transform mm-hmm. and he's just this silly polka dot looking bird. That now has like a yeah. horse body with wings, mm-hmm. and because they because they I like that Oda made a big deal that it's like it's gonna be a real unicorn, and they're all like I didn't need to see that actually I wish I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, Oda I, really good at like drawing animals and like making them look a little bit cursed, but also like very endearing. Because I do like Pierre. I was, I was, I was, I was very here for Pierre. I thought he was a, a lot of fun, especially when we get to mm-hmm. see him a little bit later. Um, and one of the other things I think I enjoyed was so the the going Mary sails along, um, and mm-hmm. they go up the Heaven's Gate to get yes. them to the actual land, uh, the actual island or land that will be Skypia. Yes. And going up it, they're like, "Hey, you have to pay this." The thing, this thing of exitols. Did you pay this like at this point of entrance? And the group's like, no. What about this one? No, we didn't pay that one. Mm-hmm. Do you mean to just tell me? And it, it it kind of lends itself to believe that there are just some paths you can take to just sail up there normally. Like they did it the hard way. And it's like, no, yeah. you just would have sailed like fifty miles west and and come up that. You you could have like gotten a visa and walked in. It's great. <laughs> and it was just like, and they're like, uh, it, it's going to be this much. And they're like, we don't have it. She's like, well, you can still go in, but uh, I'm going to find you or I'm going to find you. And the gods are going to be displeased with you. Right. And then they go to uh, Angel Island. Mm-hmm. Is that a Sonic reference? And- <laughs> Is that a Sonic reference? Because Angel Island is also in Sonic. Which one? The uh, Sonic 3 and um, Sonic Adventure. Is that the one where the Master Emerald is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I forget that it's called Angel Island. Um, <laughs> I just remember I remember in Adventure DX walking around it as Knuckles and you seeing like all mm-hmm. the old Echidna just chilling out there. Yep. 
really, I like Sonic Adventure, but anyway, One Piece. One Piece. Uh, so they, I, so what did you, I, I have to ask you, like, how, the technology in, in this world is, mm-hmm. is so, it's so zany in, in its own right. It really is. we have, we have like we're pretty much gunpowder and still sailing with light mm-hmm. engines down at the in in the world and we obviously know how rockets work because that's how right. ace gets around like he, he he knows rocket narrodynamics and obviously mm-hmm. we have bazookas we but do then have you bazookas. get then oh, you the, get here and it's the like, technology is just whatever the imagination can come up with basically i love it <laughs> <laughs> So it kind of brought me to this thing because here we get to see, uh, what are they called? Shell? They're, they're shell. It's like shell technology. The dials. It has like a name. Dials. The dials. But the dials are like magic. Mm-hmm. And a little I, bit. I d- don't think I've seen magic yet in in a traditional sense. Not, I don't think I, you're ever really going to get like traditional like Dungeons and Dragons ass magic like in this series. The closest you're going to probably get are probably the dials and the devil fruits. And it's like, oh, the guy that came, like, coming up to attack you, how was he able to move so fast? He had these dials on his, like, water skis. So, like, Mm -hmm. it feels like here, like, Porkas, like, what makes Ace so unique is, like, well, he's the cool surfer brother, right? Mm -hmm. Who, like, he can't lead on his own because he's the cool surfer brother that's, like, the hot pretty boy that all the girls want. Uh, And guys. And uh, everyone wants Ace. That's, um, yeah. But he's he he has like he's the only one that we've seen with movement like that, aside from maybe Mihawk, because he looks like he has something weird going on as well. Mm-hmm. But up here, it's like, oh no, we we all have this ability, and it's like, oh, this is why the island has to be separate. And I think this is also why it comes so much earlier in the story, because. Mm-hmm they're they're sitting here going like all of all of this stuff that we have all of these all of these um like all this technology if it were to be down in your world would like even out the playing field in ways that nobody can even imagine like they have they have cell phones up there they they literally push the thing to their ear Mm -hmm. and it's like nope this is a cell phone we don't need to find a snail transponder you just need to Mm -hmm. have another dial right yeah Basically, like, uh-huh. dials are, like, really interesting technology that I honestly kind of wish, like, got used a little bit more later on. But I love, like, what they do with the dials. And, yeah. It uh, makes I, sense I think it was it. it was really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we meet um, Conus. And we meet, uh, what's his name, Pew? The, 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 her fox that she gets? Pagaya? Or, no, the fox. Yeah, Conus gets a little fox. And it just goes, pew! Oh. Yeah. Um, and her father, Pagaya, uh, who were like, hey, oh, you guys are new Sue. up here. It's called Fu? Yeah. It's called Sue. And they, they, they kind of introduce him to Skypea society. And, like, they get to play with the waiver. Like, Nami knows how to work it almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sanji's like, well, what do you have to cook with up here? And 
they're like, well, we have all this stuff. And so Sanji's like happy to go uh, cooking. Everyone else goes and like splashes around in the sea until they get attacked by the blue beret. Is that what they're called? White berets, I Uh, think it is. The white berets. But basically Um, the cops. (laughs) I I love how they come like low crawling in, like Mm -hmm. army low crawling. By the way, if you ever want to work on that core and tone up the core, like like I like this is for anyone out there, uh do the military low crawl. Just do it up and back when you're on your carpet for a couple days. Uh you'll feel right. it. Um and I love how they stand there with like doing bunny ears uh to salute. <laughs> so goofy. I love it. it. And the subversion of this episode, right? Because they're here, they're like, we have trespassers. And I was like, well, that's, I'm like, no, this is, this is Treasure Island. They're the natives. You have now invaded their area. Their island's been untouched for as far as we know for however many years. And you guys didn't pay the, the fine to like, or the, 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 the fee to get in. And I was like, okay, this is silly. And of course, uh, Konis and uh, Pagaya are like, nope, we'll protect them. We'll hide them. Nope. We haven't seen anything. We have no idea. Uh, what's really going on in this area? We just know that, like, stuff is is happening and it, it, it's 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 going it's going on. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, we can totally help you try to find that." But the only area that I think that you can go to would be God's Land, that would have it all. Mm-hmm. And that's where. That's where it starts because Nami goes out on the waiver and she gets close to she gets close to God's land. She sees somebody running away and then right. you literally see right. a Gears of War Hammer of Dawn. Pretty much. And she leaves. Um, and oh no, it's the upper yard. Yeah, the, uh, upper, the yard. upper yard is where they think it would be. Um, God's and, Land also like, kind of hey, works because that's basically what it is. Yeah, I I thought that was like a different island area, mm-hmm. but they, they go to the upper yard and that is, and and Luffy's like, nope, that's where I want to go. This is what we're looking for, and everyone's kind of like, everyone it felt like more or less knew what they were talking about. Pretty um, much. And they were like, yep, go up here. And then uh, Konis starts to act weird. Um, right. As she's like, oh, I'll take you up here to like get you guys a boat or something. Mm-hmm. And as they're walking, uh, we get to see like everyone kind of clears out. Uh, and Konis like goes like I had to do it. I'm sorry. Like you don't understand what could happen to us if we don't do this. And right. we see the Straw Hats get Hammer of Dawn. Pretty much. And I forget how they get out. You of mean it. you um, mean like I the think... lightning strike from Anel, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I'm not much never of a played Gears of War. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. There's there's literally a giant space laser that goes floating by, and mm-hmm. it it just comes out of nowhere. You watch it come from the sky, and it just like decimates whatever's in front of it. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's the lightning and it comes down super hard. Um, and it it is not insignificant. Like it is a it is like it it kill it, it can kill. And it, it like it's it's like the size of a house. It's not like, oh, here's a beam. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this is a this is a it's like a small beam. area that can basically just get erased and leveled. Um and after that happens, they kind of like uh they have oh, um Gonfall comes back to uh comes back to rescue them and they have him mm-hmm. like rescue Konis and her father and Thu and take them away to where uh Enaru can't find them or can't feel them. And that's right. where I'm gonna like probably need some of your help. And then they're like, oh, we're gonna take the super express shrimp to get up to uh to get up to uh upper yard. The upper yard. Um and this is now I think where everything really everything really gets to kick in. Um yes. This is like where like the adventure really starts. Yeah, uh so you mentioned something earlier. So what happens is um after after everything happens and then they come or uh Gonfall comes in, rescues Conus uh and her father. I think the crew the crew they is together. Up. Or no, they are like together. They're together because they uh the ship gets put on a sacrificial altar. Mm-hmm. Um and they decide like, okay, hey, we're gonna go split up. Everyone takes some of Sanji's food with you, and yep. we're gonna try to go get to uh we're gonna try to get to this god and figure out what is going on. Right. Um why is he like striking all of us down? And so they have like three ordeals the ordeal of the swamp, the ordeal of iron, the ordeal mm-hmm. of the string, and the ordeal of balls. Um, right. So the at this the point, I'm pretty sure up. they're like split up. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, Zoro, Ramen, Nami to explore the upyard uh, for and different Chopper. reasons. Uh, Chopper stays back with the boat. Right. Um, and then and Luffy, Usopp, Sanji is in another group. Yeah, they're going the other way. Uh, mm-hmm. You brought up something earlier called mantra. Um. Yes, I did. It, so I, I remember them talking about mantra and mm-hmm. I don't know like I don't think it really tells you what what mantra is um, I know Luffy gets a, an ability called Hakai later on and that's because of hockey. Um, a rap where hockey uh, he, like all I know is from the, the one piece or one of the raps from a uh, uh, one like one of the raps from uh, one of the online artists I listen to. He goes, "The hockey is stacked," and I don't know what that means. It just sounds cool. Uh, Rustage, it's it, it uh, one of his cool. like shonen things. Mm-hmm. But they they talk about mantra, and right. all I could all I could really get out of it was like they can kind of either read your movements, read mm-hmm. your key, or see into the future slightly. And I still don't right. understand fully what it was. So you've kind of hit the nail on the head here. Uh, Mantra basically does do all of that. It basically heightens like your observations and your surroundings, makes you extremely aware of what's going on, 
So that way you can do things like read minds or see into the future a little bit, which can basically, obviously, like in combat, that's going to be insanely useful because you can basically tell what your opponent's next move is going to be. And that's what we get to see during the, the trial. So there are there are four trials, and Luffy's mm-hmm. like, let's do the trial of balls, because that just sounds fun. Yeah. Um, and I think Usopp was like, that's probably also going to be the easiest. He's like, mm-hmm. iron, swamp, and like all the other ordeals like sounding really dangerous. A string. Yeah. And he's like, the ordeal of balls sounds kind of silly, and I think we can take that one. Mm-hmm. And they fight Satori, who starts using mantra on them, right? as well as he's also using other dials. And this is where we kind of get to see that the dials can really, can actually be completely different. Because we've seen a few, like Mm -hmm. we've seen like uh, a recorder dial, we've seen like a dial to like heat up your your soup, like like literally a stovetop. Yep. And a few other things, but like this is where we get to see like the impact dials and a bunch mm-hmm. of other really zany ones. Right. It's I love the dials so much. I cannot stress that enough. They they just have the fact that you have like a little shell that has like its own little property to it that you can just sort of like turn on and off. I honestly just like that a lot. It's probably not like the most efficient thing, especially in comparison like devil fruits but they have like a lot of utility here um and that was that was really cool um i think sanji is the one who takes out satori who's the ball guy Mm -hmm. i i also liked how weird the the four priests of enaru were um and how they all use different things because like the one guy had like the flame dial that he put in his lance um, mm-hmm. and those two were the only two that I could think of that like really mattered for the beginning until we get to the one, uh, that, uh, that's that Zoro fights. Um, right. uh, and along with getting, not only do we get to see these, uh, these attacks begin to happen um, where it's like, okay, we're going to go through these ordeals to go see Eneru. We also get to hear now about the rebels and learning right. who the rebels were. And this is where I think the storytelling really kicks off because we get to find out mm-hmm. about the uh, the rebels and the gorillas and they're called Shandians. And yeah, the they are... And you learn that they are the original people who inhabited the island that Nolan found. Right. And they get blown by an updraft into the, into the sky, into Skypea. Yes. And they are, and their islands blown several times, like into the sky. So like the, their island in the sky is also separated. And then you get to hear, like, okay, well, why are they fighting? What are they doing here? And this is where I think the storytelling kind of goes places because we get this jump back and forth of, like, the Shandian Elder and Ganfall telling 
uh, Conus, hey, this is what's actually going on. This is right. this is why we're still fighting. This is this is the real story of this land and the war that's happening up here. Mm-hmm. Because basically, I think, go ahead. Yeah, Be, I was just gonna say because basically, Gonfall was the original uh, ruler of Skypea, but now that sort of fell onto Enel, who is our main villain for the arc. Um, I think I always pronounced like Eneru throughout the entirety uh, of it, and then so in in like the original translation, his name is Enel, but it gets uh, but in English translations, he's just called Eneru because that's how you would pronounce it in Japanese. I just say Enel because I think it sounds funnier. It kind of sounds like you're saying anal, and I kind of want your <laughs> audience to sort of at, at least once look back at me and say, did he just say anal? Is that the villain's name? Is his name just anal? Hoda, what the hell? Don't don't go looking up anal one piece. It's not going to go well. Um, yeah, instead you uh, should look up, like, the price of one piece volumes, especially the older ones. If you don't believe me that the price of the older one piece volumes has gone up, just look up one piece inflation onto Google. Oh, I don't want to do that yet. Um, <laughs> I, and so we get to learn about, uh, we get to learn the other side of the Nolan, the liar story. Yes. Um, and hearing that he was this great botanist who came to this town, um, mm-hmm. and found out they were sick and is like, oh, oh, I know what this is. Hang on one moment. Goes out, gets all the medicine to cure the town. And the town's like, hey, you're like one of us now. You're a brother to us. They like party with them. And he's like, hey, guys, I know we're having a great time. And these people are really cool. Um, But once we finish our task here, we're going to go home. And Mm -hmm. the the they're like, okay, well, we'll finish our task and we'll go home. And then it comes into this massive misunderstanding where all of a sudden one day, you the the townspeople that he'd saved like cured of this disease they were all completely like against him and they were like you're a liar how could you do this why do you not understand and they're like mm-hmm. we hate you you should never have come here and this is after they'd given him like they gave him a ton of gold right um like literally think treasure treasure island guys like i'm not mm-hmm. i keep drawing back to that but if you've ever it, seen Muppet treasure island like that gold <laughs> Yeah, um, Treasure Island, uh, Indiana Jones, Dances with Wolves are like kind. Of, are like one of the like manga reviewers, totally not Mark, that I watch kind of religiously. He that is like kind of how he described it: Treasure Island with Dances with Wolves with Indiana Jones, and I think that kind of like fits it kind of to a T. I yeah, especially when we start getting into Robin uh, later on in the mm-hmm. arc, um, and you just you're like well what happened and you learn that it was the hero of the hero of the island and i'm trying to like scroll through real quick to to do this mm-hmm. um uh but he was this uh this this older guy who was like oh you can't uh oh, the history of gold and farewell to the white sea yeah that's right um mm-hmm. 
it was it was Wipers or Vi- I, I, he kept on saying Wiper. I just want to call him Viper because I like I'm like that Wipers really cooler. bad. Uh, he's constantly uh, like he's like nope you gotta you um, he's like a his his ancestors like you gotta leave I hate you. And then eventually it gets to the point where like you see Nolan and this like barren forest where he was doing like massive deforestation and they'd like cut Mm -hmm. down and burned all the trees in that forest. And you learn that it's like the people of this island, they plant the trees thinking that their ancestors will see them and come back to them so they can still watch over them and be a part of them. And it's it's a really touching, sweet like idea. And Mm -hmm. Nolan's like okay and like the first mate eventually goes why do you guys hate him and like we did all this for you and all of a sudden you just hate us and they're like well that's because you killed our ancestors and he goes do you know what makes the disease that you all have so incredibly dangerous it's because it can jump species and it can live in a plant so we can cure you guys for now and if it's still out there and you guys go wandering through the you know the woods like a generation from now it can come back and wipe you guys out. Like, even if you had told us, don't do this, we would have had to take it down because that would have been the only actual way to save you. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, like, to Nolan's credit, uh, he's like, guys, take all of the treasure, put it on the beach. We're not going to take this from them. Right. It's... Nolan's honestly just very admirable, and I like the little shift that it makes where he's not actually, like, a bad person at all. And I like how he goes from, like, a Muppet in the... Like, when you see Nolan the Liar, like, his head's mm-hmm. drawn, like, he might be someone trying to describe how, like, a Muppet talks. Yeah. And he he's actually, like, this giant guy who's proficient with a sword. I think he's, like... And his actual rank is, like, a captain, which is, like, a, a full bird colonel um, for mm-hmm. anybody else who doesn't know that. And... He's like, leave all this stuff here. And his crew are like, all right, we'll do it. It makes us sad because this is a lot of gold. Um, but we'll do that. And then they they leave. They, they, they leave, but not until the bell is rung on that island. And it's like, hey, come back and see us. We're sorry that we left on this bad note, but I'm going to ring this bell for you because this is what we use to like tell our ancestors, this is how you find your way home. And it was just mm-hmm. like, in, in one moment, we got this great story the other side of it and we got like this really good story about like healing and miscommunication and Mm -hmm. just reaffirming like we're still friends i'm sorry we fought but please come back you're never not welcome in my home right it's really good it's a it's a very solid story for something that like admittedly is like kind of like a de plot into like this entire arc but even it's like thought out like really well and told at a like exceptionally well the fact that we came back to like nolan the liar and just how because his fate is they go back he tells them like hey this is what i found here are all these people i have the coordinates marked and Mm -hmm. the king's like all right we'll go back with you And they get there and they can't find it. And he can tell something's not right. And he found enough clues to prove that something happened here that was catastrophic. But then they they come back and the king sets him up. Like, he's like, we sunk Mm -hmm. so much into that. Like, we're going to go broke. 
So we're going to cast you as a liar so I don't look like a fool. And then they have him executed. And he like looks at his crew and is like, don't don't do this. Like, go live your lives. Go go be people. I will take all the shame here. Like, I was not expecting that 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 kind of hit with with you're right. Like this this D level plot of it was a throwaway plot to tell us about mm-hmm. something, and now it's a it's a, a crucial part to the story. Right. Um, there's the storytelling in One Piece. I'm telling you, it. It goes places. <laughs> it it really does. And I guess after this, the, the only place left to go um, is to really talk about the 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 game of the the war the and, in, and in Rue. The den mm-hmm. uh, uh, Enel's Enel's like, hey, this is this is what I want to happen because uh, we get to meet him. Finally, when he calls back all of his his four priests, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, uh, one of you guys died. I do not want weak people as part of my army, and we're going to. Uh, I need you to go down there and kill all the Shandians as well as the Straw the new interlopers. Yeah." Mm-hmm. And then we get to see them, and I love that you were kind of like, "Well, what is what is Anel using when he's doing these like giant attacks and these giant beams that he's doing?" And the mm-hmm. second you see him, you're like, "Oh, you're a lightning god. You have yep. lightning powers." Pretty much. Um, and also, there fun was fact, a, uh, uh, the real-world yes. inspiration behind his design is Eminem, the rapper. Really? Yeah. How so? Like, just... Because, like, his design is... His, his design, like, I got very, like, Indian or, uh, like, not... Like, Shiva, but also, like, a little bit of uh, some... Uh, a little bit of like some like lightning god these guys would stand at a temple like luffy's gear five design like you can it's more so just like with the with like his actual like body more so Mm -hmm. than anything else and the fact that like he has like very short blonde hair just like eminem does wears a do-rag to cover it up okay Mm -hmm. yeah and also like very cocky and full of himself you kind of get that in his personality that's real. That, mm-hmm. That's a cool design. Now that that now I'm gonna look at him like differently when I'm not looking at his like eyes bulging out. Um, yeah. uh, we also get to learn uh, here. We learned about uh, I think her name was Asia, who is yes. a little girl that also has the ability to use mantra, except mm-hmm. she can feel life. And when yes. people die, she feels the life like leave her. whole and and guys we're skipping over parts of it here because this (laughs) this arc has a lot of stuff um but i don't want to have like a four-hour podcast for you guys (laughs) um but the her her story of like she's screaming as a baby because as they're fighting she can feel both her people and the skypeans die yeah it's 
It's tragic. Uh, yeah, I could not believe. Um, I, I could not believe like that was her character. Yeah, like imagine like as a baby being able to tell when people are around you are dying. Not even having like a concept of death. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so then we get to see um, Enaru, and he he kind of sits there and says. Uh, when he announces, like, hey, these are going to be the death games, um, I'm now going to kind of get into this because Wiper, like, he's like, all right, guys, we're going to go attack them one last time, and this is going to be it. We're going to put everything into this. If we die, we die. I need only the strongest warriors to come with me. Um, and what? And, and, and L sits here and goes, okay, guys, here's the deal to my priests. I only want eight people left standing by the end of this he goes i only predict Mm -hmm. that there will be like eight people left standing that i want to see and they're like eight other people he goes no eight including me or like he's like nine including me whatever it is Mm -hmm. and they're like i think it's like five actually yeah it might have been five he's like Mm -hmm. including uh he goes no you're not hearing me there will be five people left that's it Mm -hmm. uh and they're like, but what about... And he's like, once again, five. Five. And then proceeds to lay his waist. Yeah, his cockiness and, like, just, like, ha- how much power he has, like, they kind of do play into each other. Because he calls himself God. He basically has, like, the power of a god in the context of the story. And, and unlike like Bellamy, design, he can back himself up. And his design with the with the with the with the, with the rings behind him, like mm-hmm. that is, I I, I want to say like in like opening a demon slayer, there's like a demon that looks like that. If you go to temples yeah. in in they Japan, they have like a few. They have a few demons in Demon Slayer that look like that. Actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, the the rings on the back with the drums and everything else, that mm-hmm. is like a very like. Hey, you are an upper level. You guard something so you can back it up. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there was something that I thought was a throwaway line that the fight with uh, when Enel starts to like joining in the game. So he he, he comes in and mm-hmm. he's rather upset with people. So he goes and attacks some of the Shandians that are still alive, uh, who are also going through the ordeals and trying to like fight and and uh, and kill right. different people. Uh, and like one of the guys is like, he goes, he because I think they keep calling him Kami because he's like mm-hmm. I he only lets them call him Kami. And the guy goes, and Anel just appears and goes, yeah, I'm right here. And you're like, oh, they're not too small for you. You're just like, I'm gonna be more efficient. And he like he's like, I'll give you a chance to run. He goes, you know what? I'll stand here. Go ahead and attack me with all you've got. I'll take it. <laughs> And it's it, it again it is, a good right. contrast to Bellamy. And you're you're right. Now that you go like Eminem, like nah, hit, hit me with everything you got. Like like I'm waiting for the mic drop at the end of Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty much. And then eventually he gets to the Straw Hat crew. And there was a throwaway line when I think Nami and Luffy met. Mm-hmm. 
uh, because Luffy ate the gum gum fruit, which allows him to stretch. And he yep. sits there and goes, oh, I'm a rubber I'm a rubber man. And I'm sitting here going like, oh, he's saying rubber because rubber stretches. This is just a bad translation. <laughs> and then and Nell just lays into him and he sat there and like he like pulls his hat back down on his head and he's like, what was that? And Nell's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What was that? <laughs> like, and it's the only time where you see Nell go like something's not right. I, mm-hmm. I cannot fight this man. Yeah. And it, I, but I was like, he's a rubber person. I'm like, oh, he's a stretchy person. Rubber stretches. Got it. This is nope. how it works. No, Literally he's actually a rubber made man. of rubber. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a throwaway line. I thought no. it was a throwaway line only to hear like, no, actually, this is this he is, is something literally that, that a rubber guy. Yes. And then. At, I It's always fun watching people's reaction to this arc because they see like all the destruction that like Enel is like able to do. And mm-hmm. some of them are just sort of like, oh, man, God, how is Luffy going to kill this guy? He, he can't be killed. He's he's just too strong. And then you get to the actual fight and it's just like, oh, wait, Luffy's made of rubber. He's just the natural counter to Enel. He, he's a natural counter to him. And honestly, mm-hmm. like, Enel, like, because when they first fight and they start fighting, um, Luffy goes to punch him and Enel beats him by, like, trapping his arm in a giant molten golden ball letting it yep. solidify and then kicking him off the side yep um and meanwhile like everyone else is off having their own adventures uh mm-hmm. zoro is into uh, fighting fights. ohm yep. yeah he's fighting ohm who had like the have you ever played soul caliber no or seen soul caliber i i know of soul caliber but i've never played it uh, there's a character named ivy and she has mm. the the iconic whip sword mm. like it feels like she's like she she's the the reason that they have that and mm. she's constantly uh like ohm is fighting zoro with the ability to like see where he's gonna be feel him out and then also like use his his sword's destructive power to like to like fight and try to figure out what's like what what's happening there um mm-hmm. uh and i think this is also where like nami and after this like all of them almost get eaten by the giant snake yeah luffy who, by the way ends up getting eaten by the snake and that's where he finds like a bunch of treasure too isn't it i think so yeah I uh, like he's just walking around wearing a crown in there. Um, and we also get to see uh, Zoro use uh, one of his like his his uh, his like new slash abilities, mm-hmm. um, which was really, really fun. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, oh, it was the 108 pound hoe, like the, the attack that he hit him with. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that entire fight uh, for 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 what it for for what it was like just being like a someone with more of a normal 
swordsman fight. Right. Taking on like a supernatural swordsman, especially when we see, you know, the Hawkeye mm. versus Zoro fight where he was just so outclassed. And For now sure. we're at another point where it's like he should be outclassed, but we see him learning like, and growing and getting better. Mm-hmm. It's a it's and that's like something that I think like One Piece does like really well where you have because a lot of Zoro fights just end up being like a test of will and seeing who has like the greater strengths. Whereas mm-hmm. you have stuff like Luffy or Usopp where they're allowed to like be more silly essentially with their fights. So essentially when you get to like parts like this, I like the fact that you can kind of like get the best of both worlds basically. And like as Usopp, he ends up going in the tail of Swamp against the mm-hmm. guy who would like forget to breathe or his eyes would just roll in the back of his head unless yeah. he wasn't actively thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he literally just kills himself. Like yeah. Usopp just kind of like dances around and like doesn't get doesn't get hit by him. And then he mm-hmm. does like a head a head first thing into into the water and he's eating a devil fruit, if I'm not mistaken. And so it mm-hmm. kills him. Um, which was uh, a really good one. Um, and then I now now we need to talk about your woman again. Uh, I've danced now? around her. We do. <laughs> so during this time, uh, the the gang split up. Nobody mm-hmm. listens to to to, uh, to Robin, and yeah. Robin finds the city of gold. She like traces the map, finds poneglyphs, uh, or finds writings until she finds where a poneglyph should have been yes or or was and they're not Mm -hmm. sure what happened to it but she's like there's still all this ancient writing around here i have to assume that something was inspired by the poneglyph right and she's she's down there she's doing her 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 nico robin thing uh Mm -hmm. solving the world's problems quite literally yes and then this big massive motherfucker shows up Mm -hmm. and robin is like and he's like i'm here to kill you and robin's like cool can you get off the ruin (laughs) and she's and he's like he's like woman please and she's like look man you can lecture me you can mansplain you can beat the crap out of me if you think you can I need you off that ruin. And he like stamps his foot and is like, who Mm -hmm. is this woman to tell me what to do? And she like literally sighs, takes off her backpack, does her, her pedal pedal, which by the way is like Mm -hmm. quickly becoming one of my favorites. Oh, it's still my favorite like devil fruit in the series. (laughs) I love Han Han and Omi. If, if somebody like Autumn Ivy or Kitty Bit, uh, from Kitty Bit Games, fantastic mm-hmm. uh, muscle mommy cosplayers. Uh, so I'm going to do that shout out real quick. Yeah. Or Fatima Rose. Uh, any one of them had that power, and this fight would have been shorter. I think the only reason that uh, that that Nico's fights take any length of time at all is because Oda refuses to let the woman hit the bench press or do some curls. Yeah. Because she literally pulls the pedals and like makes her hands wrap around the guy's neck. And she just keeps adding arms until she can like snap his neck Mm -hmm. and then rolls him off a cliff and says, okay, we're done. 
Yeah. Her power, I, it's just, when Oda wants to, he can make Robin the most brutal character in the series. And I'm like, okay, so she's never allowed, she's never allowed to, like, curl. She can't, she can mm. never lift, she can't go to the gym, because once she does. Oh, once she does, it's over for everyone. And it's also so, over for, like, every One Piece fan who is terminally online like me, because do you know what, like, the world would do with a muscular robin so i have a question for you yes her arms when they come out you, if this mm-hmm. is a little something later on the line it's fine are they okay. proportionate to how her arms are so if let's say naturally she can only curl 25 pounds is mm-hmm. every arm able to curl 25 pounds so she just keeps scratching it out it's like okay these this arm is 25 add another arm now it's 50, add another arm, now it's 75. Is that how it works? I think it is, but I think, like, later down the line that it stops being the case. Okay. So Oda like is like, hey, Nico, you need to go to the gym. Like, you do a lot of hefty, heavy lifting, but you got some heavier shit to carry soon. <laughs> but it, that was one of the moments where I'm, I'm watching this, and it's like, guys, if I, if I can see the problem, I can just get it. And I was like, oh, haha! she could have just caught the bird. <laughs> then it's like, she's fighting somebody. And the mm-hmm. guy was like, big, strong, muscular man. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's just like, and then it's like, I think she makes like, her her hands come out of like his throat at one point. And I'm like, uh-huh. wait, what? You can just do she, that? She can make her hands appear anywhere and grab whatever she wants. And like like I said, then, then she, and she's tired at the end of it. So I'm like, okay, you did just lift like a, a like a whatever thousand mm-hmm. pound man because I think he was supposed to be like an elephant. His his whole right. was his shtick, and so she literally broke an elephant's neck and then threw it off a cliff. Pretty much. Um, she can be. She is brutal. <laughs> like I, part of me thinks like ooh. the reason why, uh, not necessarily spoilers, but like why she is, like, seldom used in fights is because of, like, the brutality of, like, how she ends up using her devil roots. Because it's never just, like, she grows another arm and then she uses that to punch. It's always, no, here's two extra arms. They're on your shoulders and they're snapping your neck in two. Yeah, her her abilities are are absolutely... They're it, insane. And, like, so that fight was great. And I was like, you are mm-hmm. not... You, you are not insignificant. You are not just the lore master of this world. You are here mm-hmm. uh, to to get things done. Um, Though she's also a lore master. But I so I've been worried this entire time that like I, I was waiting for, you know, somebody to get like Sakura or <laughs> uh, like even Hinata. Like she's still like she's still cool, but she never mm-hmm. becomes like Neji. She's just like she just has like a couple moments, but if if Nami like Nami has her own fight in the Alabasta arc where she yeah. fought the person with the spike abilities and it, mm-hmm. it was a little zany and weird, but she did it mm-hmm. on her own. She didn't need help. Nico right. comes in and is like solved one problem, got the other problem, and I am so excited to see like will we get more female characters. And will they all kind of stack up to the point where I'm never going to be like, oh, you're just the harem girl. 
Like, I want to see right. them continue being special in their own way. You don't want them to be placed into the waifu box. Yeah, I, I don't I don't need it to become a harem anime. Um, <laughs> you don't need the sword out online treatment. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shield hero, <laughs> anything, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And um I guess we should all talk about like Conus's dad like eats it at one point. Yeah. And Eneru he, like, attacks falls the off. ship. Well, he gets obliterated by Enel. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we should also talk about uh, back on the ship, and then we'll kind of skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, back on the ship, uh, people start getting back to the ship, and right. Chopper's been attacked on the ship a couple times, and mm-hmm. someone repairs the Going Mary. That's right. <laughs> and we don't know who. That Yeah. And who, it who never gets answered it by the end of it. Who do you think it is? <sighs> Who or what do you think, like, fixed up the going Mary while everyone was so, asleep? So I... I think the going Mary has some properties. Mm-hmm. Because when I started this and started, like, talking about One Piece, we started the, the podcast... Um, I brought yeah. it up that I know that the going Mary gets burned later on. And it almost looks like the going Mary talks to the group. And is like, guys, mm. we had amazing adventures. You took care of me. You And it could have been a fan edit. I have no idea. I think the going Mary fixed the going Mary. Interesting. I think... I, I and maybe it's just going to be like a portion of the ship that has like I don't know that has like something to it but I think right. the going Mary either has a devil fruit or like we're going to be like oh when it was being made this one plank in it was like this devil fruit and that's why like when its head comes off and it gets like attached back onto it like you'll see like a teardrop when it gets hurt Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this could be Saturday morning cartoons, or the ship could literally feel it. Right. That that's a that's a good guess, I think. So I think the going Mary fixed the going Mary, and when it does mm-hmm. that, it looks like it like it 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 like in the because it was in the mist, and it looked mm-hmm. like a person was fixing it. But I think it's right. the going Mary. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, also back on the ship, this is where we see, what is it, Zoro and Sanji get lit up by Enel? I think, I think it's actually Usopp Sanji. Mm. Uh, that's right. Because mm. Zoro's off Cause having Zoro his fight, he doesn't is, get hit. Yeah, he doesn't get hit by Enel, ever, I don't and, think. And I've, I've heard tale that later on, Sanji kind of becomes a biological weapon. Um, that I, that's way later. <laughs> I I don't know what it we're means. We're getting too ahead. <laughs> um, but Sanji took like so. For for those of you guys, I'm gonna give everyone a real quick crash course on electrical and uh, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, volt. So when when you guys think about electricity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, volts is the literal force at which something is hitting is the current is hitting you. So if you have something mm-hmm. that has high volts, it's almost like someone just like 
think of like someone turning on a fire hose and the, 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 the more you funnel it down, the higher the water pressure is and the harder you feel it. Right. Amplage, amp, amperage, not amplage, amperage is the volume of the electrical current that goes into you. So that's why you can have something like a low 120 volts or 9 volt and if it hits you just right, it's because that there's more amperage that's going through it mm -hmm. to actually power you, and that's what can do the damage to your heart. And like, like immediately, like, nope, you hit your heart just right with electricity, and it stops, and you can't turn it back on. Right. And so, like Sanji getting hit by that, and the way those blasts look—if it's—if it's a literal blast of lightning, you're that, talking that like you're toasted if that happens in real life. And he gets hit, what, twice? I think so. Because he needed a light. And, and I like how he stands back up and that man continues smoking a cigarette. God damn, yep. I'm so... I I <laughs> love my... I like me, an anime character that's still like, no, we all know smoking makes you look cool. We do. Mm -hmm. We're okay with that. We do. Um, I'm okay with Sanji smoking instead of chewing on a lollipop. Yeah, it's it it's a lot more fun to me, and mm. I. But it, it was one of those things where, like, I know the story goes on, and I know you said, "Hey, Sanji becomes a character later." Mm -hmm. But I was genuinely worried watching this, like knowing that he's going to be fine. Yeah, but watching it, I'm like, "Oh my god, what what irrevocable damage have they done to you?" Because he eats it a couple times for Nami to, like, protect her. Yeah. He he does a lot just to, like, protect the women. And that is, like, something that I think is just, like, very admirable of him. Um, and so I guess uh, he has that fight. We're we're now pretty much down to the end of it here. Because we're kind of mm -hmm. jumping this ahead just so yeah. we're not going through that. We've seen... Mm -hmm. uh, we know that the golden bell exists and it's at the top of a beanstalk, which, by the way, that was fantastic. Um, right. I love that Luffy is, like, trying to go up for it. And um, at this point, as well as Enel shows his grand plan, which is Death mm -hmm. Pia, which is a giant arc yep. that he is going to use where he can literally fu funnel electricity and funnel mm -hmm. his powers to create giant lightning storms to destroy other Skypean islands. Yes. And he then just, we like, also learn basically go scorched earth and then go to like the fairy verth, I think is how they pronounce it. Yeah, he wants to go uh, it's fairy verth or it's the land of unlimited verth where there is mm -hmm. no water. Right. And so they were bringing that up over and over and constantly again. And I'm like, isn't like most of the planet like more water than even our our planet is? Like, aren't Pretty they much. like 90% water or something like that? They have to be. With how, with how much, yeah. And, and he's like, he's like, I want to go to the place of unlimited Verth and the fairy Verth. And it's like, there is a Verth as far as the eye can see. And there is absolutely zero like water and at this time he's also he's telling he's telling everyone this and 
you learn that the white berets when because they send Conus back and they're like, you need to tell the people mm-hmm. to evacuate. We don't know if we can stop this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she goes down there and he goes, no, I believe you. When he showed up, we lost contact with one of our other our other like countries up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nell was born. And then all of a sudden the country goes away. Like, like after like so many years, it goes away and you learn that he's like, it's a sin for us to live in the sky for anyone to live in the sky. Like they might be like me. Right. And yeah, that was, that was, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Um, and it becomes a race you learn for either Enel or Luffy to get to the top in order to find the golden bell. Because I think that was like the last bit of conduit that Enel was going to need in order to like actually power up his ship to, to get yes. it to do what he needed it to do. And mm-hmm. Luffy's like, well, I want to ring the bell and show that Nolan wasn't a liar. Mm-hmm. And, and like kind of like bring back uh, what happened. Because I think that the bell used to ring and then it stopped like the beanstalk stopped mm-hmm. growing and that's why it stopped ringing. Yeah, that is correct. Um, yeah. And the way this arc ends, like with Luffy defeating an L by like banging him into the bell. I always thought that was like a really like good touch. Oh, and he's, he, he cracks his gold that like, so and now like encompassed mm-hmm. him. So he's been running around for like four episodes, like running up the beanstalk dragging mm-hmm. so many tons of metal um yeah and he slams that into a nell into the bell to ring it and then it shows you because i think it's like doesn't black like nolan hears it all the people mm-hmm. of skypea hear or it cricket hears it cricket hears it oh yeah cricket hears it all the people of skypea mm-hmm. hear it i think blackbeard hears it I think he does. He has to, considering where he is. And I thought somebody else, like, and then, of course, all the uh, Shandians hear it. And so mm-hmm. does, uh, so does Ganfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, okay, they defeat him, kind of. And then they go back to do their, their, their party thing while the, like, the bell crashes uh, like, like, right, like, it crashes, and, like, yeah, uh, and, you see, and like, Enel's, go ahead, I was gonna, gonna say, I think, like, the bell crashes, and you see, like, the silhouette of Luffy, like, in the sky, mm-hmm. jumping up in joy, in victory, which I thought was a really cool way to do it, because even the mm-hmm. foreshadowing in one of the last episodes, you saw, uh, the, mm-hmm. the rebels it looked like with the with the wings up in the back and it mm-hmm. was like ooh what's up there yeah and you got and like before you even go to Skypea you see like the Shandians uh, shadow but they look gigantic yeah it's like up in the sky so like having that as like a bookend I really like that it's a good visual and then it's like and then if I'm not mistaken like uh Cricket's like, okay, well, I need to get up to the sky to go find this place that my my grandfather did to prove that he wasn't a mm-hmm. liar, and it gave him like something new. Um, and so I, I think we should talk about like Luffy beats Enel, 
but mm-hmm. he does not defeat him. So Luffy wins the fight against Anel, and I think that's really like all that matters because that kind of the one thing that you're gonna see like consistently in One Piece is that like Luffy doesn't kill his like arc ending villains basically. He more so is interested. I think like the way Echiro Oda put it is that he's not interested in killing someone. He's interested in more so shattering their worldview and putting them down a peg so that way they're not like trying to enact their like evil deeds essentially. Luffy just wants he fights to stop harmful not to like thought processes not to like outright kill did arlong because arlong did not die okay and crocodile crocodile no he didn't die either none of what happened the he was just defeated by luffy and then he was arrested okay i I was just trying to think about that for a second um Mm -hmm. And then with Anel, he, I don't remember if like the anime like shows this, but in the manga, he fucks off to the moon. Yeah, he does. Okay. So they do show it in the anime. Yeah. He, he, like, he's like laughing at the end of the episode and you see him Mm -hmm. sailing like straight forward into a full moon. And I'm like, endless earth. He's Mm -hmm. literally trying to get to the moon. Um, yep. I don't know if he's going to appear later on in the series, because, like, I'm assuming the moon kind of works like our moon. Um, <laughs> so, there is, in the manga, I think I've touched upon this before, but cover stories, where, like, the cover page is, like, a character who's, like, not in the, like, arc that you're currently reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nell gets one, that's his adventures on the moon. And he like finds aliens and whatnot. So oh, I thought you were about to say he in... has a, he finds a rabbit. <laughs> no, he finds aliens on the moon. So there's always like an ongoing theory that like the people on the moon and Anel are gonna like come back. He they haven't yet. I'll just say that much, but. There's always this distinct feeling, especially right now in the manga, that we might be getting Enel to come back and, like, play a role in, like, the final arc of the story. Somehow. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I loved it. They found the City of Gold. Like, they found the pirate mm-hmm. treasure. I think they get given some of the gold. Like, they get they do, given yeah. the gold that, that, that uh, uh, Nolan was going to so, leave with. Because I'm pretty sure that gold does actually like come into play like in the next saga. And the uh then they're like, okay, well we're gonna we're gonna sail back. Oh, they they take the balloon octopus back, and mm-hmm. that's like how they're gonna leave. Um yep. and then they also say, Hey Ganfall, we need you to be Kami again. And they're like, We elect yeah. you to the position of God, uh, because they live for damn near ever. I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping that we were going to get, like, Wiper as a god or somebody Ooh, else. That would have been cool. Um, and then, like, training Asia to be the next god. Like, doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, does Konus' father stay dead? 
or does he like come back? No, he does. He's not actually dead. That's like okay. That's like a huge like mark I have against this story is that like he should have like actually died, but I think I don't know why like it wasn't just sort of like a yeah he's just dead now. Uh, it's it's whatever, but I'm not um, gonna get into that little like piece of because I do. Think I and I. It's like I like that Usopp has like rubber bands that he's like selling them. <laughs> like this is can help you defeat an L. It's made of rubber. It can fight <laughs> electricity. Uh, and he he like trades like like a couple paper clips and rubber bands mm-hmm. for like the shell the the, the dials. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you're like, this technically helped defeat you know an L, and you're like, God damn it, Usopp. He's not you're lying. lying. <laughs> you're right. Just because you're correct doesn't mean you're right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, come on, man. You, oh. uh, but I, I, I like that we kind of got everyone to go back to that. And then it was, mm-hmm. uh, they all, or they, every, they all, all the Skypeans want to come say, it, it, it leaves the same way that it left for, like, mm-hmm. Nolan in reverse, where right. they're like, like the Skypeans have no use for the gold because it has no meaning. Whereas Enel was like, no, this has meaning in the blue sea, but we don't have anything for it up here. So I like that they steal all of the gold and are mm-hmm. running away. And Nico knows that <laughs> Nico is the only one that knows like they want to give it to you and they'd give you like the bell and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But I like that it is it's in reverse where they're like, come back one day, like come and see us. Like, but they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll totally yeah, do that. Like, definitely. <laughs> fingers crossed behind the back as they're, and I, I just, I, I loved that it was like, mm-hmm. they, they did the pirate thing. Like, it was kind of like the Jack Sparrow moment where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you guys are good guys. And it's like, but it's like our pockets aren't empty and they're, they're, you know, the, the gold is on the ship and right. they're waving and they were actually the heroes and that was going to be their thank you. Whereas no one's like, no, put it all back, be honorable. And they're like, no, you should have taken it. We want you to have this. We didn't mean any of it. And it was just a complete reverse. And I, I right. like, I, that's like I said, funny. This, this story was fun. Like, Alabasta it's, was, it's was very fantastic. Fun. This mm-hmm. one was fun. I would say that, like, this is, like, the more fun one, but I like Alabasta's story better, if that, like, makes sense. I, I'm in the like, same boat. Like, Mm -hmm. I needed this after Alabasta, though. Mm -hmm. I think it's very easy to, like... Because, like, this is, like, a fun adventure, like, in between, like, the very, like, serious and heavy Drum Island and Alabasta, and then you'll see in the next arc, uh, we get back into some trauma. (laughs) Oh, yay. Can't can't apparently watch that at the gym. Yeah, I already... Don't worry, audience. I have already told him that he is not allowed to watch this in public. Um, But yeah, so thank you guys for hanging out with us for the last two hours and 20 minutes uh, as we, once again, uh, meander our way through another Mm -hmm. one of the One Piece arcs. I also think it is important to note here that I think I'm at... uh, How many episodes of One Piece are at? Do you know? Uh, There's... Oh, it should be like 1080, I think. Okay. Um, at this time, just to let you guys know, I Checking Crunchyroll. I have a fi- I'm on episode 202. Uh, so 202. I have 
I am. I'm literally about there. a tenth of the way there. Yeah. Um, or a fifth That's of the way 20%. there. So I, I am proud of it. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's not you bad for about a year's worth of watching. Yeah. And then, is like, there anything? Go ahead. And I think like okay, yeah. So it's we're about like at one thousand ninety episodes of the anime. That's what Crunchyroll is telling me. God, that's what I was looking at. Was my Crunchyroll as well? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that I need to know going forward, or I should pay attention to? Um, I'm not gonna. I don't think there really is. I think you're in the midst of G8, and that's like a filler arc. I think I've told you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this upcoming saga that you're doing is my personal favorite. Um, I would say just like, yeah, you're already like kind of catching on to like, if something's like, Oh, you think is like a throwaway, like one liner or something, you already know that you need to like, think like, okay, that's actually going to like come back in some way. I'm, I'm I'm glad that the rubber person thing came mm -hmm. back and, it was Oda mm-hmm. telling me dead on, like, no, he is rubber. And yep. it, it could have been a, like, a, just a, a quick drop in the bucket and been like, nah, this, don't worry about this. Mm-hmm. So, but my expectations. Yeah. I think you're basically on, like, good track, I think. Nice. Then... Now, do you have, for you, do you have any, um, do you have anything coming up for you as far as, uh, uh, publishing because i know you were working on a my, larger essay my deep dive into jojo's bizarre adventure i think should be out because i've already like finished writing it i don't know if it's going to be like released in like multiple parts or if i'm just going to do it all i mm-hmm. need to figure out like how long articles on medium need to be because <laughs> currently it's eighty thousand words and i and i think like all i really plan on doing is just adding pictures but yeah my jojo deep dive that recaps, reviews, and ranks the all all of the mainline manga for JoJo, and then who knows? I might be like doing some other articles as well. That and may we also can find be that marathon where? reviews. Uh, you can find them on Medium. Uh, my name is Mark Quigley, and like all of my articles can be seen there. Uh, if my JoJo article is not out. Uh, and I've been like kind of lazy or whatever, then I'll just probably like put a different article like in the description of your podcast episode for this. And yeah, so and... read my quirky little opinions on anime and video games, guys. And you can follow me on Twitter at organbization13. I, lo- I, I, I try so hard not to post on Twitter because I'm like, I don't know if you mean this or not. <laughs> <laughs> like there have been things where I'm like oh I like that though mm-hmm. um, but yeah and as always guys thank you so much for hanging out with us as we talk mm-hmm. more One Piece if mm-hmm. you guys enjoyed this don't forget to follow us on uh, Twitter as well the wrong button pod uh, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel listen to this on all of your mm-hmm. podcast platforms of choice as well as find us on Instagram Mark thank you so much for walking me through Skypea and helping me right. uh, get some thank answers to talk me. about that as well Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't wait to and do this again for uh, the first half of X Saga. I'll 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 shoot for I'll shoot for like an April time frame so we can kind of keep this mm-hmm. consistent again. Yeah, gotcha. Take your time, right. man. <laughs> I will. 
And remember, mm -hmm. you guys are all winners out there. Take care of your friends here and elsewhere. Have a good rest of your day, everybody.